Welcome to 51 First Dates. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And we are doing an experiment. And talking about dating. And love. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Cheers. Cheers. Hi, everybody. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And welcome to 51 First Dates, a podcast about a dating rum springer. Carlin, you're here. I'm here. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you for having <laughs> me. Again. We are it's very thrilled to have you. Oh, go, go, go. <laughs> we just, for everyone listening, we just talked for about half an hour about how um, the world is bad. It's fucked. <laughs> Specifically America, though, you know, the world is bad. Um, yeah, we're just, we were shooting the shit about the shit going on in this country and it is rough wow so articulate i am no for someone who hosts a podcast i couldn't do it better also i feel like it's probably worth noting we're recording this on thursday so who knows what state our country will be in on tuesday when this comes out um but we hope that everybody is taking care of themselves and staying safe and like worth acknowledging it is insane that we're doing a dating podcast while uh we just had an attempted coup and very little repercussions for these um domestic terrorists who would have faced very very different consequences if they have been people of color and we're going to talk about dating the day after that happened so i just want to acknowledge that like i know it's <laughs> kind of weird i don't know what do you guys want to say Think we're all we're just doing what we can, and hopefully this brings some joy or less, you know, I don't know, a, a break from you know, watching the news. I feel like every once in a while I'll watch like a little video clip or an SNL clip, and if I can laugh for fifteen seconds, I count that like as a win. So, yeah, let's let's just aim for fifteen seconds, yeah. Yeah, 15 seconds. Let's see if we can make you laugh once for 15 seconds total in this podcast or once for 15 seconds or in total for 15 seconds. But anyway, I just confused it all. I That's a good point, Carlin. I feel like the news, the watching the news, which is not something I normally do, I did all day yesterday or like the Twitter suck. Like I need to actually take breaks, even though it's important to stay informed. Like you'll know when shit gets bad as we figured out yesterday like oh you know there are white supremacists taking over the capital oh nobody's stopping them oh turn on the news okay it's bad but you don't have to watch it all day you can listen to us and this podcast if you want we'll tell you everything you need to know guys don't worry about it sure if <laughs> come to us for all of the current events <laughs> totally um speaking okay. of current uh consumption corner we're doing it we're jumping in did anyone watch anything good this week? Uh, I have an embarrassing <laughs> consumption corner, if you'd like. Yeah, fuck yeah. Okay. So this was, I don't even have an excuse. I mean, the world's been pretty crappy of late anyway, but this was pre-coup. Uh, I just found, like, once a year, I get really into HGTV. Truly once a year. Like, I'm not a big stan, so it'll be like a, I feel like it's a winter period where I'm like, let me just watch these so unfortunately, of all the things to be watching, I've been watching Property Brothers, and I'm not going to endorse it 
all together, but they were shooting kind of in Connecticut and New York, like outside the city. So I was very there. I don't know what number season it is. I just kind of popped one on and I just blew through it. It was fun to watch these like people graduating to real houses. And there's something just so formulaic and like simple about it that I was like, okay. That's easy. And then the whole time I get to kind of hate on the brothers too and wonder how the one brother is dating Zoe Deschanel. So that's my honest consumption corner for, you know, the the TV sphere. They are like Canadian muffins. And I know they're so (laughs) cheesy, but there's also like something comforting to me in just like these guys are blissfully uncool. Like they are so like I kind of enjoy someone who is just a genuine like loser dad loser. jokes like it's just, I, you know they they're not trying to be anything other than what they are, it, it, yeah it's I'm I'm a fan I'll I'll watch I watch it with my mom from time to time <laughs> and on my own. <laughs> also, the one that's dating Zoe Deschanel is always like so horny for babies. Well, let's not say it that way, but like horny. For, like, <laughs> he just seems really excited about. Like, Fuck. Children. Okay. <laughs> QAnon's going to come get me. Um, He's just always so pumped when there are like families with kids. So I would put money that like that baby is coming soon mm. if they are still going strong. Is he the contractor one or the realtor one who's dating Zoe? The contractor one. Okay. I looked it up. I like yes. that for her. Yeah. Yeah. That's the vibe. I also will just quickly shout out a book like similarly kind of guilty pleasure It was recommended to me by friend of the pod, Sarah Winter. It's um, called One to Watch by Kate Stamen London. I've been listening to it on audiobook. It's a light listen or not totally light, but it's an easy listen. And it is Bachelorette adjacent. It's a fictional scripted story about – have either of you read it? No. No. Uh, okay. Sorry, we were it's, all just laughing because uh, uh, Carlin's cat popped <laughs> – popped her head into the frame in a way that was like as though she wants to participate and it's really funny she definitely does it's very sweet she's like um, i love that book she I, she's read the book ah uh, okay i knew someone had uh it is like it's it not not perfect but it's very intriguing and it's about this woman who is plus size and she's like the first fat bachelorette um and it's really interesting and obviously the show is called something different and everything but she's like she's like an influencer with a decent sized following and then she becomes the bachelorette you know I just it's interesting um so I'm on board I need like a good audiobook situation I got a lot of audible credits building up I also don't like I feel like the the audio artist or the, the narrator is really important and I this woman's pretty good she doesn't annoy me as much as others have so wait tell me again what it's called one to one to watch okay not i mean i could also just go back and listen but you know in case you don't need to (laughs) um cool i love i like book rec i'm trying to read i know i need to read more um i mean i'm listening to a book because (laughs) that's all i can do carlin what about you any good content um i guess the most recent thing i watched this is us yesterday the recent episode do you guys watch that show i don't it's so good i feel like all all the things that people say online like crying every every episode but what i really appreciate about it appreciate about it are the um black characters or the black couple are written like so well i think it's interesting when i think about like a writer's room which i don't know 
much about like unless somebody like you know Liza or someone that I'm friends with like tells me a little bit like how the process works um this one like they do their work man like they just I think when we talk about uh like voices being heard it sounds like for every person that's like represented on the show there's like one of those people in the writer's room um which I think is really really great I mean this (laughs) The the characters are written really well, but the guy Randall, like, oh gosh, he just has such a, a hard life. Like he, his his long lost father, and now it's his long lost mother, and she's like, oh my gosh, Randall, we'll just go to an <laughs> island somewhere. Like all these terrible things are happening to you. Um, but uh, gosh, I don't know that it would be like it's like comforting to watch out to yeah. like, you know beautiful people and Mandy Moore. I just I support her so much for what she's uh doing from her candy days like never would I have ever thought she would uh go down this path I'm just so proud of her yeah she's got legitimate I kind of love that about network tv shows like the what you're saying about the long lost father like it's not as like good network tv shows like they're not soap operas but they still have to make like 22 episodes a year they just got they got to make some story happen and like I kind of like that. Like, I dug, for a long time, dug Grey's Anatomy. I keep feeling like I should watch oh, This Is Awesome. Gosh. I haven't really started, but it may be um, up on my quarantine queue. It's really good. And I think it's, like, one of those things you're like, oh, God, here we go again. Like, there's to be this tumultuous thing. You just got to, like, buckle up and, yeah. you know. <laughs> but you're Get right. Your yeah, because it's, like, four or five seasons and for Grey's Anatomy – like on the 18th like I don't even know like the number of times that like Meredith Grey has like almost died (laughs) you should maybe get a different profession like you have like 10 kids you're always dying yeah she needs a bunker oh she needs it yeah gosh can you imagine if you were like actually living that life like I would be like there's just no point wild Grey's Anatomy is a full-on soap opera at this point which like I kind of I mean, I haven't watched it recently, but I almost started watching it this season because they do a good job. They brought back someone from the early days. And I was like, ooh, maybe I'll watch an episode. And I was like, oh, that's what they're like. That's how they get you, man. Yeah. Yeah. Look how we all know they brought back someone from the early days. And like, I haven't watched either. I'm just like, ooh, maybe yeah. like just impressive. But I feel like This Is Us has that same staying power. It's just for me for not having cable so long. Um, I just feel like I didn't get on some of these shows, but now I could totally start This Is Us. I think it's on some service. Maybe I'll do it's on. I watch it on Hulu, right? Oh, do right. I? And yeah. yeah, Hulu changed the game on network TV shows too. Yeah. Yeah. Good. And the thing about This Is Us that makes it different from Grey's, Na- Grey's Anatomy is that like when they started the show, they knew it would end one day. So it's like only got like a season or two, like this whole, which I... Mm. appreciate but the whole like you know highbrow like oh we're gonna be like all the shows like in london where things are just like a couple of seasons we put up an end date and it's like well it's still not quite like that but i see what you're trying to do and good for mm. you cool i feel like it may be time for me for me and this is us this yes. moment quarantine. um i have another hulu recommendation and it is i've been watching i've watched every season of top chef but I just started rewatching Top Chef. <laughs> have I talked oh about gosh, Top Chef beautiful. before I, in Consumption Corner? Like, I'm sure I have. But it's so, for me, it hits this perfect, perfect sweet spot of lowbrow, highbrow. Like, it is a reality competition show that is, like, 
not that mentally stimulating, but it's these chefs are like really, really talented and skilled and they're so creative and the chat like the producers of this show are so good at coming up with challenges. They've been on for like many, many, many seasons and every challenge is like really cool and smart and unique and like makes you think and I love food and I love eating and I love cooking and like it just brings everything together for me in like I don't feel like this is such trash that I have to hate myself for watching 12 hours of it in two days. Like I feel like I'm learning. I feel like I'm growing but it's just so good and the chefs are crazy. They're huge personalities and like big egos. There's like a little bit of drama but it is kind of still professional and winning top chef still has some like cachet in the chef world like it's not like any other reality competition show where winning is kind of like going on the show is kind of bad for your career um Mm -hmm. like really good chefs are still going on top chef because winning is still like kind of a like a feather in your cap and um so yeah it's just it's real i'm so fucking obsessed and i watched like two seasons in like a week (laughs) so (laughs) I recommend if you just want something you can cruise through. Um, It has been making me eat a lot late at night. (laughs) I've been making a lot of like midnight grilled cheeses and stuff like that. Oh, that sounds so good. And then my other consumption corner, and I'm going to try not to be a bummer, but I have talked about this before, but I'm going to continue to shout it out because I just think people our age maybe are not on board. But if you are going to watch news... I just so deeply love <laughs> PBS NewsHour. I was having like emotions watching them last night. The three main correspondents are women. They are like, I just, I feel about them the way I think my, my like our grandparents' generation felt about Walter Cronkite. They're so um, like calm and non-alarmist and smart and careful about their journalism and um, last night, Judy Woodruff, the anchor, had a bunch of Republican Republican um, congressmen and, well, one Re- Republican congressman on. And um, the way she asked him questions, it was, like, intelligent without letting him off the hook at all. And she was, like, it was, like, getting just a – her level of, like, professional shade where she was basically, like, <laughs> forcing him to, to say – you know, hold people accountable, whatever. Like I just, all of them are great. I was following their, their capital correspondent is this amazing woman, Lisa Desjardins. I was, her Twitter feed is incredible. She also is like very funny and posted a tweet last night. It's like, if anyone walking around the Capitol today sees a, the blue eyeglass case with blah, blah, blah. Like she just, she like lost her glasses in the case. Like she's just like funny. So um also uh fyi unrelated like i'm drunk i finished my whole whiskey so sorry if i'm <laughs> rambling and gushing about news hour <laughs> amazing but i just really recommend pbs news hour and you can um i think you can watch a lot of it on like the pbs website for free uh so if you're finding too many like tickers and graphics on cnn and cable news and whatever it's just like a, a mellower but very like smart and like well curated experience led by three very cool ladies that's it. That's my drunk. Um, it's not drunk feminism, but it is drunk. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know what the right word. I is. love it. I appreciate it. I want to check it out. Me too. I, I, I love some solid. Like, I'm so old. I'm just shade. like, watch news hour and. Ha- 
<laughs> I mean, I just talked about watching Property Brothers. Like, again, I'm not necessarily endorsing it or recommending it. I'm just telling you I watched it and it didn't make me feel bad. It made me feel like kind of okay. So sometimes Liza, don't be hard on yourself. What you need. Um, okay. This okay, F. what's our agenda what for today? What are we doing? What, what are we doing? Friends. Okay, we- well, as promised, we are going to grill Carlin on her dating profile and kind of have her take us through her favorite profile on her favorite app. Um, even though this is not a visual medium, we'll do our best to provide, um, you know, narration to the journey. <laughs> and then we will, we will pop in a quick listener question that's relevant to all things dating in this time and then we will have a follow-up on date number one mr phd is that sounding good to everyone i feel like i started zoom teaching or something it sounds amazing i also think uh, a great opportunity we should post because you're saying it's not a visual medium we should post my profile pictures to instagram and like do a poll like which one do people I don't care. I think that would be amazing. Let the people oh. speak. Fuck yeah, Carlin. Okay, so get this is great. I was just not wanting to put you on the spot, no. not wanting you to put Let's your profile up there. We are gonna have a fun story up for you on the day that this comes out. I'll save it to the highlights, maybe if Carlin's okay with that, or I won't. Yes, yes. <laughs> we'll do something fun. <laughs> okay. But we'll do something fun on uh, over at Five One First Dates Pod on Instagram while we're on business, just real quick. Next week, we will pull the winner of the Lilo vibrator, rabbit adjacent vibrator, which is called the what, Liza? The Lilo Soraya. Soraya, thank you. If you have not submitted, we've gotten so many submissions, we're collecting them. Thank you. Either review this podcast on Apple Podcasts, screenshot it, email it to 51firstdatespod at gmail.com, or tag us in your story and tell people to listen to us. A lot of you have been doing that. It's very nice. It really helps us. Um, And screenshot that and email it to us as well or if you tag us i've been screenshotting anything we get in our dms on insta but if you want to be safe you can also email us thank you in advance we love you okay and the giveaway (laughs) yeah so we'll 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 say that on the pod next week i guess yeah we'll say it on the pod next week we're gonna collect all the names and put them in a random sorter and online and then pick for sure and it's really cool it's a i mean it's an awesome Lilo's an awesome company. We've been saying this before, but we've said this before, but it's like a $220 value, this this vibrator. So it is like a cool giveaway, not a raffle, as previously stated, because that's <laughs> for, for old people who watch News Hour. And um, <laughs> uh, yeah, just email those to 51firstdatespod at gmail.com. You can also join our secret Facebook group. Da, 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 business. Business. Okay. Business hour over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh I just shimmied. That was weird. Carlin, let us talk about your dating profile. Also, I just want to say a, a good shimmy is, is always a good time for me. A PSA. <laughs> oh, okay. Very. Thank you. We all just shimmy yes, for everybody shimmy. who can't see us, which is everyone <laughs> yeah. but us. Oh, right. Not a visual medium. <laughs> Continue to um, forget. So, Carlin. We are recording this, however, if we ever want to share our shimmy with the world. If we ever oh, want to take it. it. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. So, Carlin, favorite app or which app do you want to show us the profile of? So, this app that I'm currently using that Mr. PhD is on or was on or whatever is Hinge, which I would say is my favorite app 
right now. Um, what's their tagline? That like the app that's designed to be deleted. Yeah, <laughs> relationships. relationships. <laughs> Only if you want one, but <laughs> <laughs> Only if you want one. But also, I would just like maybe there's an option where you can like just pause your profile because if you delete it and like the relationship doesn't work out, you'd have to like get back on and make a completely different one. So just. For the kids out there, I don't know. <laughs> Unless you're putting a ring on it, maybe you just pause it. Maybe not delete it. Just yeah, so you know. uh, fully, fully think that's a good point. Yeah, it's a, an interesting business model. Like delete our app. It's like, well, well I don't know. Yeah, you know, <laughs> really. So, Carlin, do you have a history with other apps? Have you been on all apps at one point? Are there any apps you basically are like, fuck this app, I'll never again? Do you have? Tell us, tell us broad strokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck Tinder, but I feel like. <laughs> Almost everybody would say that. Um, I feel like, right, I couldn't say anything original about t- Tinder. I think I think we all know what it's about. And that's also just like not me. Dick pics unsolicited. I don't, I'm sure I would assume they've done something where people, that's not happening anymore. Um, who knows? It's the wild west of dick pics over there. And just like, you know, not interested in that. So and I haven't been on that for years. Back in the day, 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 I used to do OkCupid. And mm-hmm. um, that one was interesting because, like, it had, like, a lot of questions that you could answer that I think, like, users could submit. Uh, but was kind of, like, to, I guess, like, not protected in the sense, like, anybody could message you anything. I never got a dick pic on there, yeah. but just, like, the idea if anybody could send anything. But then more recently, I had been on Bumble, which was fun. And, like, the idea for that one is, like, the girls are, right? If you're on the dating yeah. part of it or whatever, the girl has to message first. Uh, which, as we've talked about before, I certainly don't have an issue, like, doing that so that wasn't like scary or anything for me but i feel like the guys on there were like a lot of fish pictures and also like interesting like a lot of um conservatives i found which totally fine Mm. just like not really my jam (laughs) in terms of also yeah yeah. sorry just to check i always hated bumble because i don't like making the first move and i was like why are we putting the onus on women Mm. even though it's supposed to be feminist i i not to like i I think my take is kind of wrong when i think about it but interesting that like again not gonna make sweeping generalizations you're seeing more conservatives more here's my fish i just hooked pictures on an app where women are supposed to go first. I don't know. I'm just, that is just interesting. putting those yeah. words in the, the land. I don't know what they mean. But. Yeah, that's, that's. I would agree with that observation. And I don't know, like, what that's about. And granted, oh. like, so there's an option that you could, like, pay, like, $5 a month and then you could see who liked you. Like, those people most definitely didn't swipe on me. And then, like, getting into, like, how Black women do on these apps is, like, a whole nother conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm fine to, like, not get swiped by these fishmen. Uh, but it's interesting because I think there are times when like I would put all of this like <laughs> effort into like being like flirty and whatever and asking like, you know, an engaging question other than just saying like, hey, or like, oh, I like adventures too. And then like guys just like wouldn't say anything or contribute to the conversation. And maybe that's not like specific to Bumble. I think that's just like online dating in general. But I think it sometimes felt like guys would think like, 
oh well it's your job to like take to like make all the moves so like you have to do all the work and it's like right right, right. it's my job to send the first message but like in terms mm. of having a conversation that's a two-way street i can't have the conversation for you you have to actually like engage with me sir so <sighs> and i hated that like if it feels like pulling teeth for just this part like it's it's always going to feel like that. And I just, it was just gross towards the end. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Did you have, when you were in this, did you have a go-to opening line? Or like, did you have like a type of kind of yeah. opening, an opening gambit? I just, you know. I guess I would say that all of my opening lines were original because that's how thoughtful I am. And I try to like make it very personable mm-hmm. depending on like what's in their profile some of the, some of the times it would just be like oh you're really giving me nothing there um but i would do i would try to make it easy like obviously like i'm flirting with you and all you have to do is say like yes or like laugh like there was this one guy bare minimum profile and i was like oh this is gonna be so hard but the one thing he said that was like that i could use was that he had lived in chicago his entire life and so i said um first message first message i said um how did it go oh so why uh would you ever leave chicago would you ever leave chicago other than the fact that portillo's and i are here and portillo's is like a really uh well-known hot dog and italian beef place in chicago so saying like you know two of the greatest things in chicago being portillo's <laughs> and me like would you ever leave chicago and he was like no i don't or or something like it was essentially like right like are you in chicago for me and he's like oh i don't see myself uh in anywhere like but chicago but like didn't connect it to like me flirting with him (laughs) and like didn't ask a question i was like okay bye okay that's so annoying (laughs) that's an extremely cute opening line and gives so many opportunities for a good response of like you know, I'll have to buy you right. a hot dog and then we'll see or, you know, whatever. Right. Like, I mean, that's the weirdest. Yes. Like, objectify me really at that point if you need to. <laughs> There's the Yeah, like it's a Chicago. hot dog and sausage place. Like, let's get a right. double entendre something. Right. Milkshakes. Like, There's Portillo's oh. has it all. God, I fucking kill for Portillo's right now. I haven't had Portillo's in so probably like eight years it's so good horrible oh my god <laughs> um but it would be things like that so a combination of like flirty and funny of course uh but i think i would try to be mindful of like evening things out in the sense of like oh we're both nervous i have to make the first move and maybe like some people like don't put any effort so i'm gonna put in enough effort that like there's a question or two in this like one sentence that you can like follow up with. And so it's less of a, like, you know, a yes or no kind of situation. So like, if they don't follow up with anything, it's like, dude, what am I supposed to like? (sighs) It just, I think that's frustrating. And I don't Yeah. I feel like, so looking back, it's so basic and stupid. Um, we always talked about my opening line when I was trying really hard to get a date for every week of this podcast was pizza or tacos. And so often people were just like pizza, tacos. Sometimes it would be something cute. That line is so 
basic now looking back that like I've I literally I heard a podcast or uh, an ad in a podcast for OkCupid and they use that line they're like pizza or tacos and I was like did they or we made it a trend Kimmy I think that I think we should be collecting royalties from (laughs) that (laughs) for sure but I I do feel you know food like um I'm sorry a binary or a yes or no situation would also binary that doesn't lend itself you're you were so thoughtful with that I just was about to say prompt but first question Carlin to the the dud who thought he was on a job interview and right. being asked to relocate or something right. but and like you know, I think I'll stay in Chicago um but yeah there's like a fine line you don't want to spend too much energy like you know because because of the duds but also you know the really basic easy ones like it's people are going to reply and give you nothing as well so I, I don't know what the solution is but I think Carlin you have the wisdom I I like what you say I think the solution there. is for me because there were times I'd be like damn this is a really good opener and then they wouldn't say anything and it's like rude but then because it would be mm-hmm. so like personalized to their profile like I couldn't use it ever again but so to me I think it just helped like you know just exercising those like creative juices especially because like you I mean you will get duds like that you can be as confident as witty as you want but I mean you don't really know at that point you're just like judging them on obviously their pictures and even if they have like a lame profile and I think the other thing I didn't like about Bumble is that there were time limits on it. So say the both of you swiped on one another and then I had 24 hours to message the person, I think. And then after you send the first message, they had 24 hours to reply to it. And then after a while, I think you, like in the beginning, you had to like pay to like extend it. Um but now maybe you don't have to pay. I can't remember. But so there was like this one guy that seemed like he like wouldn't be a dud, but then he just like never replied. And that could be a combination of things. But like, I could totally believe that within 24 hours, like somebody like just doesn't get to it. Like, what if they're a doctor? (laughs) And like, you know, or a surgeon, he's like, oh, one second, I just got to just got to send something (laughs) here. Like, you know, I feel like that's maybe too much. No, I would just uh, – sorry to interrupt. I just – I feel, I'm kind of like – I would argue it's like a good sign if they're not responding within 24 hours potentially, like, or not on it all the time, you right. know, if they're kind of just like, I check in once in a while because I feel like dating apps can be such a phase for some people, yeah. myself included, where it's like I'm really into them, then I'm not. But anyway. Yeah. So that was kind of like not the greatest, I think. It, even for me who I think like generally just because I don't – I mean, I work at a museum, so in terms of – like free time that's pretty easy for me um but it just felt like that was not working and then I just had never going over to hinge was just because I had never tried it before and then it was recommended by a friend of mine and figured like hey why not it could be I think you or I've seen like you will see like a lot of the same guys but sometimes it's a completely different uh, demographic and I'm sure somebody has like written like a thesis about like oh well Hinge usually has these people or like Hinge even I think it differs by like where you live so in Chicago and I I guess I would hear like Bumble I'd hear about Bumble more from friends and friends of friends in Chicago and Hinge less so like that was kind of I was like oh is this gonna even do anything if like a lot of people aren't on there um, 
but there there's what like 20 million people in chicago it's it's 12 million something like that um there are plenty of guys on there yeah hinge was my favorite too and i like i have a weird trust in that algorithm because while i didn't meet my current bf on it they used to match you with one person once a week like via email and like we were on dates already and then we both got matched with each other. Like they sent you both an email and if one of you replied and we were like, oh, hey, that's cute. Like we were at the point where he like screenshotted it and sent it to me and I was like, I just saw that. That's really funny. Like good on Hinge because so far so good. Cute. Anyway. I love that. <laughs> that is was, like yeah, faith I, building in the algorithm. I don't think you've ever told me that. Have we talked about that on the pod? I thought so. Maybe but I just forgot. Maybe not. My, as both of you probably know, my memory is garbage. I don't remember shit. Um, okay, so now we talk about your opening lines. Uh, do you tell us a little bit about like how you present yourself on the app, like text wise? What do you like to include? What do you yeah, like you take to take us through? Yeah, it. you want to read us your profile and yes, or talk I about do. like the the thought process. I know there was like an extensive, not extensive, but like I know there's intention behind it. Just yes. knowing you, yeah, yes. <laughs> and I think I touched on it. Uh, briefly before but like for my profile I think also maybe like the person that I am or being a creative person like I think guys like going through profiles like guys profiles on here it's like very clear what other girls write and like whether or not those girls like want to be original which is totally fine if they don't want to be but I think like without (laughs) seeing like what girls are putting on like I I you can tell. So something that we brought up before is like a lot of, cause guys will be like, Oh gosh, stop saying this. But so apparently girls say I'm just a, oh God, what are their names? Oh, just a Pam looking for her gym. Oh yeah. No. Yep. Yep. Gross. Yep. I'm not Gross. entirely sure they had a great relationship, Horrible. but okay. Um, like, yeah, no, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Even once they were happily married with children, it was not happy. Right. Rewatch it. I have too many times. Gosh. It's that network be... TV show thing, man. They got to throw a lot of shit at the people. <laughs> That's a lot of episodes. Right. It's so true. Um, or girls will say, uh, uh, I'm only dating you for your dog or something like that. There's something because guys yeah. will, yep. will, say, will reference their dogs. Um, and then what's the thing? It's like looking for someone to like feed me and like touch my butt like because occasionally you'll see something guys were like oh yeah and i'll touch your butt and it's like somebody asking you to say i've seen it enough times on guys profiles (laughs) that they're clearly responding to something um which touching butts i just can't sure like later i don't know i don't know i don't know also like is that uh, what people want like, I, it's not, this doesn't bother me, but, like, what I want is for you to, like, kiss me and have sex with me. <laughs> like, if you, yeah. if touching my butt, like, it, <laughs> is a part of any of that, like, fine, but I'm not butt touching forward. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> no, like, scratch my back or something. Like, that's yeah. my oh favorite. My like, <laughs> give me a goddamn Sorry. foot rub. Like, <laughs> touch my butt. Like, touch my butt. You must. Want? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Are you not entertained? Um, okay. So my intention is to not be one of those people, <laughs> which I think is fine because I'm generally, I think I'm not a very good millennial. I'm usually 10 years behind on like most like cool 
popular th- things or things that people are saying. So it's really not, it's not an issue. The, the issue is trying not to seem like, you know, I'm 70 years old. So, um, but also what I like about Hinge is that it gives you prompts. So like when you upload a picture, you can like add a caption and it's got like a bunch of different, or no, they call them prompts. So first thing, just as Carlin, you can put your last name, but I don't do that. Oh, that's, sorry, that's interesting when it comes to Googling dates, et cetera. I forgot about the last name aspect. Yeah, yeah. but smart. There's a yeah. Google result that I don't like, which of course, now that I said it, people are just going to try to find it, but. We, we don't have your last name anywhere, but also they don't have half last the time, yep. is it theater related? When you fucking Google my name and now, every, <laughs> again, now everyone's going to go do it, but maybe I'll, it'll be mutually sure to start, we'll spread it out. It, there are some like horrible pictures of me from our college theater program. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't. It makes me so angry when I do it. Mine is related to an article that my parents had written about themselves and um, one of my cousins. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. And that upsets me because I'd rather tell people that but if you do a quick google it's it's like right there it's Baltimore sun it's never gonna go away unless I get more social media I'm not gonna do that or some other we'll just say that yeah Carlin has a very famous cousin can I say that sure is that okay we can cut it out and let's do you get a prize of knowing if you figure (laughs) it out I don't know I'll I'll, we'll buy you (laughs) well you know we'll buy you another vibrator (laughs) (laughs) wait 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 Um, anyway, so Um, I I also use the, yeah, sorry. (laughs) So I often don't put it there because then like if they like immediately Google, I'd be like, (laughs) so just Carlin, although I'm sure with the spelling, you wouldn't even need my last name. So the first picture, which we'll put on Instagram later, there's, it's like a great picture me but there's like a lot of sun behind me so the prompt I chose is a special talent of mine and then so you can do the prompt which hinge makes and then you can make a caption which which is what you would write so hinge's prompt is a special talent of mine and then I wrote for the caption shining because that's what I'm doing I'm shining Mm -hmm. in it Mm -hmm. and I look really great and then so when you have your pictures you have prompts and then you have prompts that are just text and you can write in so one of the first ones is <laughs> the one thing you should know about me is, and then I wrote that I value openness and clarity in relationships. So I'll preface a meal by saying you cannot have any of my French fries, <laughs> which is I love it. entirely true. Great. And I think for that one, it's true. I do value openness and clarity in relationships, but also I cannot say, and when people reach across your plate and like try to take a pro- like I've smacked people for less but specifically <laughs> for that don't touch my french fries before I've even had one like why would anybody do that and maybe less of a concern in a covid world but pre-covid it would just oh my gosh it just drives me insane it drives me insane yeah so don't ever do that with me. the not asking is a problem you gotta be like my sibling you know like it, you have to be a very high level of of close to me to not ask before you touch my food right or if it's established yeah, also- like oh let's get this like let's go to five guys and get a bag of fries because it's you know five guys and i put so many in there and then like you're all Sure, but it's like a restaurant and it's like, hi, I'd like this plate of fries or like this sandwich and it comes for fries. What makes you think 
if you want them, order them yourself. Oh my gosh. Ugh. I also feel like it's a it's a good early test a on food or like you know that's fun to just learn if someone also likes French fries. But like I I'm a big food sharer, but I would never at a restaurant with anyone else other than again like a family member or my boyfriend probably reach over really early. But the other day we got Cantor's Deli. We each got a separate thing. I got a grilled cheese because I was craving one. And it came with steak fries because I think it was a kid's meal. But my boyfriend had little skinny crispy num-nums. And I just, we opened the two like, you know, styrofoam boxes. And I just reached my hand in and started eating them. And he was like, what the fuck? Like, I just feel like it's a slippery slope to just grabbing someone's fries. And I, I appreciate you setting that boundary at, early, at the outside. Early yeah. on, yeah. It's like maybe one day we can get there. And once I had a guy that like, you know, later, well, for in response to another prompt, he was like, if I do this... Uh, well, can I have a French fry? And I was like, no, <laughs> they're not related, sir. I don't ever want you. Don't get to do that. Yeah, like maybe on our twenty fifth anniversary, <laughs> right? <my> like, <laughs> yes, thank you. Yeah. Um, moving and that on. That will be your only gift. Your <laughs> right. This one French fry. <laughs> um. So this next picture, which again, non visual format, I'm. The sun again. I've also realized that like all of my, my, I think my smile is really big and it's like a very open mouth smile. Like if I'm like in the middle of a laugh. So they all kind of like look like that. Anyway, this one is says, the prompt is the advertisement for my life would look like. And I do that because like, that's what I look like when I laugh. Um, no caption. This. Oh, wait. So can you describe the picture a little bit yes. more? Yes. So like I'm like, I'm okay, laughing. Okay. I'm dressed up because it was a cousin's birthday party. And it was an all white party. And my cousin said mm. she was like, um, we deserve to wear all white and diamonds. And I was like, yes, we do. And I was also like, are we getting diamonds at this party? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Spoiler alert, we didn't, but you know. No diamonds. All right. <laughs> so we all deserve to wear uh, CZs. Anyway, so I'm like leaning against this wall. I've got this ruffle one shoulder top. My hair is curly. And then like the sun is setting on this like nice way. So it's like golden here. And yeah, it's like this. <laughs> uh, for the <laughs> listeners at home, I'm sure it's a very clear picture. It's like, you know, you know, like. You're basking in just the, basking the, the in the sunlight. I'd say that this one could yeah. also be described as shining or glowing. So we're still mm-hmm. in the shining song, that Beyonce and DJ Khaled uh, song. I would definitely say mm-hmm. we're still in that phase of my pictures. And then under that, it gives your details. So 32, I'm 5'4", the neighborhood I live in. And I said, yes, that I drink. No, I don't smoke. And Hinge, I think we were talking about this last time. Hinge has a differentiation between, like, I think smoking, like, cigarettes and then weed because it's got, like, mm-hmm. the weed thing. Um, and I think also it's got a pill for drugs, yeah. right? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Can we actually talk about this for a second? Yes. I feel like we haven't talked about it in a minute. But what – yeah. For I, I interrupted you again. I apologize. Um, You can finish what other ones you have. But also then what are your feelings on, like, sharing them versus not sharing them? Because I was pro-sharing as well. I think pro-sharing – the one that I care about the most is cigarettes because I can't date, like, a regular smoker. Um, And so I think it's nice that they do, uh, like, specify each different one uh, just because, like, nowadays – because I think, like, 
well i don't know what bumble does i can't remember but like you could say like oh yeah i smoke but it's just weed and like you wouldn't necessarily know so if you had like that filter on like i don't i don't really care whether or not somebody smokes weeds but like if i said like you know oh no smokers but they were just talking about weed then i like wouldn't see that person um so i like that hinge does that um i only list the two yes to drinking and no to smoking um just because everything else is a no like i don't really smoke weed and I don't do drugs. And then it's just like a lot of scrolling. So I think if it's important yeah. to somebody, they would either see that and like, oh, she doesn't do that. I'm not interested. Or like they don't care. So I don't have to represent it. So for me, like the baseline is like, is that it has to say no. But then some people also, some guys <laughs> don't fill out this part out at all. Like they'll just put their age. Um, so then because guys are guys and they make weird decisions and they don't know how to like advertise themselves. Like you can't like be too picky, I guess. So whether or not they have it I, doesn't really yeah. mean anything. I also matched with a guy, a guy that hinge was like, you two are perfect for each other <laughs> and messaged him. And we were talking about things and we can get, get into it a later at a later date. But it told him like one of my things like, Oh, well I don't like smokers. And he was like, uh, sad news and then he took the longest time reply i was like this is the longest pause i've ever witnessed because we were like actively talking he's like oh i didn't smoke but then i like took it back up like during covid and everything and i was like didn't cool f- time to take it up sorry <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right yeah well so fill Breathe out your in profile like correctly then sir that means it's a yes yeah not a no also like don't shade you for not liking smokers Right, like, like it's bad yeah. for you. Right, I, I will think, occasionally I have a cigarette as a whatever, but you know, she knows how I feel about it. I know it's <laughs> honestly so rare now. You would be proud. I am proud. Oh yeah, I well, I feel like I moved to LA and nobody smoked cigarettes, and <laughs> I don't. But I used to be. Yeah, you know. Well, it's a, a like it's New York. It's three thirty in the morning. You're drunk. Someone that is outside having a cigarette. You know, you want to make a friend. It feels Remember like another last... world where you could go to a bar and st- like still be. <laughs> it's just wild. Right, gosh, I... the the last cigarette we smoked together, Liza, maybe or or before, right before I left New York, we smoked a cigarette on my last night outside a bar together, and that guy told us he was Steven Spielberg's son. And then we went inside. <laughs> we were like, "Let's Google it." Oh my god, which son? And we were like, "Wait." He was fucking lying. Like Steven Spielberg's kids were like totally different age. Like it was just he was. But he looked like he him. looked. He looked like a Steven lot like him. We were like, oh my <laughs> yeah. god! And oh my then gosh. we went inside and googled it, and he was fucking lying to us. Like, what a monster! Oh. So oh, that's yeah. why anyway, you don't. That's what Tito's smoke. will do. Yeah. To um. Also, just before we move on, I think Carlin, the two you chose are the same. I would choose or had chosen. I think for like the drinking thing, I like also for non-drinkers that it gives them just like an opportunity to say, I don't drink, but like we don't have to make it weird because it could be for any reason. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like almost those two should be mandatory. Right. Potentially. And I think I've, because I guess I've interacted with enough people that they like have strong opinions about them. So if somebody like really, like it, it wouldn't be crazy to me that somebody would want to know whether or not I drink. And so it's, it's not like a big secret. So I don't mind like reflecting it. Um, Especially like, you know, if somebody doesn't want me to drink, then we're not going to like, we're not going to work out. So just better to put that out there. Day one. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> I like it. Uh, and then under that, I say what my job is in the title, and I say like at an art museum. I say that I went to Northwestern. Um, <laughs> that I'm from Dallas, Texas, and that I'm a liberal. Um, mm. and I think you can also put like religion on there. I think that's like one of the options. I don't. I not anything really. I wouldn't even say I'm agnostic because I feel like that's choosing something, uh, and it's just not important to me. So I just don't put it on there. And then also would think that if somebody, if it was super important to them, they would see that and then keep uh, keep swiping away. So yeah, like yeah. Tasha and Ivan had <laughs> Ivan had agnostic on his bachelorette. Like he reminded me about being agnostic because I I don't have any religious connections or ties or culture anything but yeah anyway i agree agnostic is like specific right it seems but which is no still i still want to know more about that whole yeah conversation that we didn't is, get to see because what is zach guys i have a I conspiracy know. theory about it but you'll what have to go it? listen to the patreon to find out listeners <laughs> carlin i'm pretty Segway. sure i told you my conspiracy theory already. that was so good um <laughs> <laughs> all about those segues <laughs> Uh, okay, cool. So then, so, so wait, so your bio is, did you read us your whole bio? You read us the first couple things. First couple of things. I got okay. three, four more pictures, which I'll just quickly go through. Cause again, they're visual. The next one is a picture of me and my non known cousin, um, at a party at the field museum, but so it was like a dance party. So that it's like the lights are like really great. I was sticking my tongue out. I've got like a drink in my hand. I've got a black choker on. And <laughs> I feel like that's integral. And yeah, then you're fun. I'm like fun. Yeah. You're fun. And the prompt <laughs> is how my friends see me. The caption is private party at the field museum. But that's what we do, which is so true. We do do private parties right a lot. And then a text prompt under that is the way to win me over is, and then I filled it out with being handy with things and handsy with me. And then like the mm. big eyeball tongue sticking out emoji. <laughs> I, I wish, I wish this was a visual. Me- I mean, truly we will just put it on. We'll, just, put, we'll just screenshot it. Just- and like, it's like, did an amazing job. I know. We'll have to. <laughs> Unreal. Did you get it? No. Hang on. I'll do it one more time. Like, Sorry. Wait. I did Wait, do soon. it one more time. Do it one more time. I did it too soon. Great. I can't Got it. it. I'm embarrassed that everyone's okay. going to see my dirty sweatshirt, but I think that it's worth it. And my greasy hair. Okay. Anyway, Thank Bill, you all Bill for, knows. For the huge. And it's doing a thing. Um, we talked about that on the pod before because that's actually something I really believe like if he can be handy and then like handsy with me then we're good to go and also realizing maybe that's like what girls mean like somebody to feed me and touch my butt like (laughs) I don't know that's like kind of on that same topic uh anyway if that's what they're into it's on there uh and then there's a picture of me sitting in a chair in New Orleans where the prompt is my good side and the caption is just new orleans but the wearing a nice coat and my boobs look really good so that's yeah feel gotta like that's get nice the boobies in there killer killer yeah uh and then a text prompt is i'm overly competitive about and then i said the board 
board game Clue, and then in all caps I put, I will own you, which is so true. I'm so fucking good at that game. Like, Ooh. and people, and yet I haven't, like, nobody will <laughs> play me probably because I know they'll lose because I'm so good. Haters come at me. I think it would be really easy to play remotely. Like, let's get on this. Let's do a competitive uh, Clue game. And then I feel games are a good. Sorry, I keep having commentary. No, sorry, no, no. I just think your profile is really good. Uh, <laughs> games are good though. If you have a game you love, like I got really in Catan, like into Catan, like a big nerd earlier this year. But you can play online. Like if you have a game you love, like maybe someone else loves it too, and then it's a really easy virtual date. Okay. Yes. I'm just I'm very in support of that. And then I think they only give you like three things to do text prompts. So that's the last one. But I so I think you can see like so obviously. Most people probably haven't played Clue in the longest time, but I think what I like about it and what is true about it and me, it's like, it's very nostalgic. And I think mm-hmm. it's nice to like, kind of go down like good childhood memories. Cause I think they're disarming. It's kind of like, oh yeah, like, fuck. Yes. That was so amazing. Or remember, like, I find like when I'm changing my sheets, my cat loves it because she's like running all around but what I equated it to, what I, which I realized recently is like, do you remember in like PE class or it wasn't really PE, it was just like they'd send you to the gym, but you're still in your like regular clothes and they'd have that like rainbow colored tent. The parachute. The, the parachute. Yeah, the par- yeah I knew course. it before you said it. Yes, I have such vivid memories. And it was like the best time, right? Like I feel like that's what my cat is experiencing when I change my sheets and every time she's like running around I think about that because it's like man I loved those days that was like the best game and never have I ever brought that up with somebody that like at least knew I was talking about they were like ugh, gross like I hated that and it's such a great because it's a it's such a great memory right and I want to like Liza and it's a good one for your wedding Dude, I have yeah. I have a fucking oh yeah. Oh, I thought we were talking about Clue, which I also love, but like I own a Clue set as an adult. Like I ordered it on Amazon. It's not some shit I got from my house. Like I intentionally right. bought a Clue set. Cuz also I think that like when you have something like that in there about a game, you know, you're inviting conversation, you're prompting somebody to be like, "Oh, are you who do you are you Miss Scarlet?" blah blah blah, you know, whatever. Who do you play as? Like it's it's a good like starter. And also playing games with someone you're attracted to is like sexy. Uh, it's just like like yeah. being a little competitive getting like a little I'm very competitive with games but it's like it's this it's this thing where I'm like oh this is a fun kind of like sexy thing and you can kind of like neg each other and if you win you can kind of be like man like you know right did I really pitch how sexy the gameplay is <laughs> well I mean look at me right now dirty sweatshirt and all um and and then there are two more pictures, but I feel like they're hard. Just we'll just wait. Until we'll post them. On. Yeah, we'll put them. Yeah, we'll put them. guys, check out but, our stories know. today. And if it's if you're not listening on the day it came out, check out our highlights. And um, yeah, let us know. Let <laughs> us know your thoughts. Um. All right. Should we take a break real quick for the ad, and then do a listener question and check back in with Mister. PhD. PhD. All right, we are back. We're back. We're feeling better. My energy, I was just telling Carlin and Liza, has just escalated since talking to them and not thinking about the world. And sometimes ignorance really is bliss. I'm not telling you to be ignorant generally. Just give yourself a break. All right, listener question. Uh, Okay. 
Thank you to this listener for giving us permission to read it. This was in the secret Facebook group. Is anyone else unsure of how to proceed with dating when you don't know when you'll be able to meet in person next? I personally have decided not to do in-person dates till at least the new year. This was pre-2021. There is someone I've had about six dates with in person, but then cases started rising, so we went back to virtual. I really like him and don't want it to fizzle out. I'm not great at dating, and I feel like virtual dates are fine and fun, but it's really hard to form a connection and be vulnerable. Any suggestions? So... I know we've talked about virtual dates a lot, but I think what's interesting here is like you already had six dates with a person and you're coming back to doing things virtually for whatever reason. It's hard, man. I feel like I, obviously not knowing what the solution is. I think the conversation maybe that needs to be had is, and maybe they've already had it because they're going back to virtual dating but one establishing that comfort level and I actually had that conversation like at multiple stages so like before we start talking it's like okay just virtual dating and then when virtual dates excuse me seem like a little tired like okay well how are we feeling now like if we're feeling like antsy like to get to see each other in person let's figure out what we need to do to get there. And then like, once you're doing that, then it's like, okay, we've only been, we go, we only go outside now. Do we take it inside and like whose apartment or house or whatever setup do we go to and just kind of like taking the temperature, like with, with each step. So if you've already done that work and decided that it was too much and you needed to go back to virtual dating, I guess I would just figure out like, if you're only seeing that one person, like at what point do they become like part of your like pod or whatever, you know, terminology people are using. Um, yeah. And I don't know how you determine that. I think also like what are your respective professions and like, do you have a roommate? This and that. I think, I don't know. I think it's hard. Cause I think there are also some people that just like don't want to budge and like they're only comfortable with one thing. So obviously you want to like, toe that line of something that you're both comfortable with but I don't know if there's like obviously no hard and fast rule but I just think it's so personal that it's hard to say yeah it does feel like it's dependent on so many circumstances um the one thing I would say is like it's probably really important to think about your comfort level above all other things because I also think it's really easy to get pressured into doing something you don't feel comfortable with or to think you're like the only person on earth who cares about COVID or um you know, I think that you should think really about like your own bound. It's similar to dating in general, like your own boundaries, what you're okay with, what you feel is right. And then try to set the tone and try to like communicate about those things and create a reality that is the way you feel comfortable. Um, But yeah, no doubt it's like extremely complicated and shitty. I don't have any like depth depth of wisdom on this no and then I think I'll just like I'm gonna make up totally this is not the listener necessarily it could be and then I would be you know I would have the site but (laughs) let's just say like LA where I am cases are so bad let's say the the person she's dating because I feel like it could be LA the way it's like cases got worse like you know everything's shut down anyway let's say he's a doctor and so he's being exposing himself every day and you for whatever reason don't want to so you really like each other but like are not ready for pod time and he's going to you know the cedars every day the hospital every day i'm i made up that context then like the interesting thing to me and we don't have to have you know all of the ideas but i'm like what is a way when you're on a deeper level of having a fun date night virtually and because i was in a long distance relationship for a chunk of time 
we actually weren't great at it. But I feel like like I wish I had been better at setting up special nights rather than just FaceTiming. So like movie nights, I feel like the games idea we just talked about, like setting up your laptop screen if you can and then your phone so that you can like FaceTime and play a board game. But I didn't know if you guys had any ideas for how to like when she talks about suggestions for dates with someone you've already hung out with and like in person. I think those are really good ideas, especially for the like watching a movie together. Cause now like apps will have like the, I think they're all called different things, but like the group watch option, right? I guess it's essentially just like starts it at the exact same time, but some have like chats that you can do, but I mean, you could also text instead. Um, But I think that people are already doing that. I saw a thing the other day that was saying um, it was about a group of friends, but they all, uh would like cook something together so it was like five people but they would like rotate and it's like okay well I'm gonna cook this one thing and then the person would tell them like everything that they needed to get and they would like do it together or they would bake together I think it's mainly I mean what we think about it's essentially like whatever activities you're doing or not doing like in your apartment and like turning on the FaceTime or turning on like your laptop and like doing it with your um the person that you're dating, but like making it like a joint activity as much as you can. Um, I think it's also because like for in Chicago, because it's like so freaking cold, like those kind of dates have to like happen earlier, like even like outside of a pandemic, because it's just like just too cold to go outside. So I think it's like doing those like cutesy things, but then like you're just on FaceTime with each other. So like whether it's baking or even like making drinks together like oh I know how to make this really good drink so we'll make it together then we'll just like fail at it miserably but we'll still get drunk because we'll just drink the tequila straight like it'll be fine um Mm -hmm. and I think like card or different kind of games are really easy I think also we talked about it before but I think it would be because I am really interested in these kind of games but like to get drunk and then get like those question games like whether it's doing like the New York Times thing like 36 questions to fall in love but then there's also there's there's like uh, a card game and then they have uh, like an Instagram page so, like we're not really strangers or something like that I can't I can't remember what it's called that might I, I've played something like this it might I don't remember yeah. the name because it wasn't my deck but it was really fun I p- played with like two girlfriends right fun. and then there's a YouTube channel called like the skin deep and then they have this they have these YouTube videos where couples and like random people are asking like these really intense questions. I was watching it before we started recording and they sell these cards that are called like the and like V and then and A and D um, just like different companies like that, that to me would be so interesting as opposed to being like, you know, Oh, what did you do today? But like, if you already have the questions and somebody has like taken the time to do that. And even if you don't want to spend the money, I'm sure somebody has like, taken a screenshot of their on the it's on google images somewhere and just doing something like that and like drinking or not drinking while doing that i think that would be great because then you're still i mean one having fun because the questions are sometimes if you get like a funny pile but then also like still getting to know each other and asking questions that you wouldn't necessarily think to ask someone or even ask yourself like i think that's incredibly intimate and worthwhile usually it's like a pretty pretty big stack so you could do that multiple times yeah I feel like that also gives you permission almost to like get more kind of emotionally intimate earlier. Like if you're asking a question out of a stack of cards, it's more, I don't know, socially acceptable than like this shit I always want to ask people 
when I first meet them, which is like, what's your relationship like with your mother? Like, what's your biggest fear? Like, I want to, you know, I always want to like grill people about their deepest shit really soon. And sometimes it freaks people out, I've learned. So I feel like doing the card thing might be a way to like also get some of those deeper, get to some of those deeper places sooner. Yeah, I feel like like past date six is usually when things are getting like obviously more serious maybe or, you know, but the dates are getting to be a lot more special or just becoming hangouts or deeper. So like everything you both thought talked about, like asking questions, I think that's great ideas for making it deeper. And then like for a movie night, making it more special, maybe you – like I know Sundance Film Festival is doing it digitally. Maybe you both buy a ticket or like something or a concert that is happening that you can live stream. I don't know. Like just you don't have to look cool anymore. So like taking the time to plan, I think when you can't be together, like maybe might just make it feel more romantic or less like a 90 day fiance FaceTime for six months kind of relationship, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I think another thing that um, I have, done that I've really liked or done like a version of it so if you're really into music but you guys listen to different kinds like I personally would totally be into just like setting up the FaceTime and then like we send songs to one another and like you listen to it it together and if it's music you really like it's like okay but listen to this part and like tell me what you think um obviously that's going to vary like person by person but I think um I think one of the like greatest like virtual dates that I had, and it wasn't even on just FaceTime. We were just just like texting each other. I had the day off on a Friday, and I just like laid in bed for like four hours, and we were just sending songs from one another, and like going back and forth, and like listening to them. And it was the greatest. Like ten out of ten would do that like literally every day of my life, um, especially because it's like you know Spotify, but it's a person that you like you know want to like date and stuff. So it was. Cute. And he was he was that. recommending all all the right things. So, <laughs> um, I love that. I love getting recommendations. I don't love giving recommendations for music, but I love when people like tell me you would love this or let me show you this. Yeah. Tell mm. me who I am. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> tell me what's cool, and I'll pretend to love it or love it. We'll see. This is like uh, a sexy thing I've never done as just like a. a- certified not music person like someone who does not listen to music really <laughs> but maybe someday <laughs> you listen to show tunes liza don't i do I listen like to that. show don't tunes yourself like that and i listen to um female singer songwriters from the 1970s so i am Love your it. mom uh <laughs> you know here we are honestly um, i have that person in me too um just gonna admit it now but I fucking love Barry Manilow like there's a point where my music interests are like that of like a middle-aged white woman and it's fine it's fine I love it yeah I want to be at the Copacabana right now (laughs) the old he writes the song that makes songs that make the whole world sing like he used to make fun of that song but he's right he's not where's the lie where is it yeah I I think the only I've been listening to lots of podcasts and audiobooks but I think the only music I've listened to in the last like 10 days is uh, an album of Ella Fitzgerald singing Cole Porter songs. So I'm actually your mom. I'm everybody's mom. And I'm sorry. That is a that's... mood. <laughs> yeah. You... Hey, man. It's, yeah. it's fully I love that. It, it's fully yeah. Barry Manilow. It's like, come on, guys. This is um, this is American yeah, A little different than Barry Manilow in a good way. I would like yeah. no shade, Carlin. I also like Barry Oh, my God. Manilow. No. Like, Barry Manilow is great. All of these like I catchy, feel like that's so like, classy. Ella Fitzgerald, yeah. 
Yeah, well, Cole, I feel like that's. I feel like Cole Porter talent. is like an, kind of similar to Barry Manilow. It's like it's just some finger snapping, like you know, it's a show tune, but it's mostly like it's Americana. I'm embarrassed, as I said, I'm drunk. Uh, would not. Have. You're not, and you shouldn't be embarrassed. <laughs> I will just shout out: we are often become like a content, like a TV and movie content podcast. This is the closest we ever came to becoming a music content podcast. Yes. Thank you, Carlin, for just getting Liza and I to think about music a little more. No, Kimmy has uh, anyway. very good music taste. I will, sh- I will shout out. Kimmy's I just, music taste. I will say that podcasts have like taken over my listening in a way that I don't like. I don't listen to as much music as I used to, and I'm, I'm trying to fix that in 2021. Carlin, maybe I, I need some rest. Yes, let's have a music like day. Oh, my God. I would love that. Uh, it just okay. got really intense. Well, if no, anyone needs I any show it. tunes, Rex, uh, <laughs> call your girl and um, she'll be here. <laughs> I'm going to just go ahead and jump so, out, of, out of the window. Um, all right. Let's do a quick that, update. Right? On, <laughs> let's do a quick update on Mr. PhD before we go. Um, should we play your taxi cab? I've got it queued up. Yeah. So Mr. PhD and I had had a couple of phone conversations, um, but then we did meet in person. Okay. Here it comes. So I just got back from my in per- first in-person date with Mr. PhD, and we actually met at the museum that I work at because it's closed and it was actually like a really great social distancing date uh museums hello profitable um (laughs) but it was it was good it was it was nice i guess this is the one that was like his deal breakers like do you exercise and i was like what (laughs) um so i guess i was feeling like very were insecure about my body i mean i guess that's like most days um but first of all i'm a fucking prize this new pair of jeans that i bought myself (laughs) like for black friday like girl is looking good um anyway so that part was (laughs) fine uh and their interactions were good too i mean he didn't catfish me so that's you know the bar (laughs) is somewhere Mm -hmm. around there um I guess I would keep talking to him, but I'd be lying if I, like, didn't say that I was more into Mr. Old Fashioned, but that's also, we've just been talking longer and, like, more intensely, I think, so, I don't know, I mean, I'm not committed to either one of them, so there's nothing wrong with talking to both, I guess, don't know if I'll be like a good multitasker in that way. Um, but we'll see. Mr. PhD was still good. No red flags. He's just as intense in person as he is over the phone. So that was consistent. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Hilarious. The shade you put into the word consistent really yeah. impressed me. Yeah. <laughs> the end there. I was almost like, oh, do we hate Mr. PhD in the last no. three seconds of this? The number of times no. I was like, it was good. He was, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, I think when we listen to some of the other ones, like, you'll hear, like, <laughs> well, there's a different quality of voice between, uh, like, that date and some of the other phone conversations, like, with other people. But I don't know. I think it's so that's how we were talking before. So Mr. PhD and I had had a couple of three or so like phone conversations that were good. Uh, They flowed really easily. They're for like 
two hours we kind of there wasn't ever ever like a law in the conversation so like talking to him was really easy but i think it was just when i saw him it wasn't that i wasn't attracted to him it was just like oh you know yeah well there's something it's not even just like attraction in the the physical way or a way that one might worry they're being shallow like just the pheromones the smells the like seeing what's how someone carries themselves in the world so different that's why when you when you see Liza or I like in a video if you ever do we don't put videos on Instagram but like (laughs) Uh, people who listen to this podcast are like, oh, that's you because you just hear our voices. Hearing someone's voice or even seeing them on FaceTime is super different than seeing them in person, I think. So true. Yeah. And I think even with like on or like the pictures that you have of somebody like on online dating and his pictures were like pretty good, I would say, for a guy like you can see his face really clearly. But I think I thought he looked not that he looked different in the pictures, but I don't know. It was just. It was just, it was just different. Um, And I think I was just so, even though I was feeling pretty confident about like um, my outfit, at least, like I still felt like the moment that I was like letting him in, I was like, oh gosh. Because he had said, and something that was mentioned in a previous phone call that we didn't do like a taxi cab for, or I didn't do a taxi cab for, uh, we were talking about like that kind of idea of we're talking so much on the phone and then like, what would it be like in person? And he because and he brought it up and I don't know how it was brought up but he was he essentially said like you know well you you said that you exercise and I was just like Jesus Christ dude like what are you I I, like I don't understand what the concern is wait wait, he said that to him in person he said that to you in person no he said oh no no he said that like over the phone because I think I was like stressing about like oh well I hope like you know I hope it like goes well like physically and then he was saying like you know well you said that you exercise so and like still hate still hate right and so like i i could understand like so like do you feel like i'm catfishing and then people please let me know but be kind i guess like in the pictures when we put them on instagram like i think it's i mean i'm not a, a runner i'm not a size zero like you know there's stuff that you can hang on to but i'm also not like you know on those TLC shows. Like, I feel like the way that he kept bringing it up is like somebody, he like got catfished once and like somebody was, of course, like obviously no offense to them, but like somebody portraying themselves as like a size, like six or something, but they're like 600 pounds or something like on those TV shows. It's like, that's what he, like, and even, I don't know. I don't know. But it was just like to say that, like, you know, when you said that you exercise, like, what? What are you? Well, this Ugh. is also like, maybe this is just me being on some fucking um, like actual drunk feminism. But <laughs> like he's seen pictures of you go, and he go. knows you're like not on one of those TLC shows, which, again, like I'm not here to fucking body shame or fat shame anybody. But I can understand someone being like health, fitness and activeness are important to me. He's seen pictures of you and he knows that you are like a healthy person. Right. Like a for beautiful me, person. A, like, like fucking stunning, gorgeous. See our Instagram stories. But like for me to be like, okay, great. And then, and, and okay, okay, this is me being overly sensitive because whatever, because I'm like a size, I mean, I've been everything from a size four to a size 12 in the last 10 years. 
you know, I like I average out around like a size six or eight for for someone. If someone was going to be like, mm, okay, you're a size eight, but I really prefer like a size four. That's like fuck you. It, it like I take care of myself. I feel good in my body. Sometimes, sometimes I hate myself, but I'm working on it. 2021 resolution. Like to be nitpicky about like just how fucking fit somebody is means I think you're a fucking dick and you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Peach. Also, to, just to pile on, to equate fitness and you say you exercise with the size that you are as though you can't be a larger size yes. and exercise is fucked up. Right. And yes. I want to put that on the record, but it is fucked up. I like, you know, I I feel the, there's the fact that he made you feel this insecure to me is like, I, and again, we're just being like your aunts who are like, we're fucking, no, yeah. we're going to stand up for you, Carlin. <laughs> Super cool voice I just did. But I feel like even just him talking about your body or who, who cares what he said, that it gave you that insecurity or that second thought, it's like a red flag because like you're, and you know, I don't want to project, but like I'm just thinking of myself. I have a lot of body issues and I'm very sensitive to it. But there have been, even with all those issues, there have been men I've dated who've never made me feel insecure about my body. So it's like, it's coming from him, in my opinion. Yeah, and I think that's fair. And I think that's what, I think in my head I wanted to be like, oh, I'm, it's just, it's just me. Like, it's fair for him to ask these questions because people... Like, especially I think for me, when I think of runners, I would think like the most like health conscious, maybe because like I tried running and like that shit is like incredibly hard. So for somebody to like be a runner, like, oh my gosh, more power to you. Like, oh my goodness. (laughs) Um, And so in my head, I'm like, oh, okay, well, who's to say like, if I want to be, if one day... Michael B. Jordan comes along like he looks like he I mean he probably just boxes because of Creed but whatever I don't know but like if he was like he what if he was a runner and if if I was like you know oh I don't date runners like so I think so part of me I was like oh maybe it's on me that I'm like judging them because I think that they would want a certain kind of like person or body or whatever um so I guess in my head I was like oh maybe I'm just like putting that on myself and like this is just how this is just how they talk like I don't know maybe I've never I mean I've dated like a runner before but he didn't talk like that but I don't know it was just and he was perfectly nice it's not like in other ways he was being like talking down to me but like I still obviously was having feeling weird about myself but I think there was one moment I don't know if either of you have seen this movie probably not because I have terrible taste in movies but it's an amazing movie it's called Simply Irresistible. It's like from the 90s. It's with Sarah Michelle Geller. And I think she's like the only person. Actually, Patricia Clarkson is in it. Uh, and she is like a chef and she's got like magical powers in her food and like her emotions like as she's cooking, like go into the food. Anyways, that's not important. Uh, <laughs> it's never on streaming, but also one of anyway, anyways. Um, no, I, 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 I mean, I talked about the Property Brothers. I'm down right. for any movie. It's so, it's so good. And yeah. also, one of my other superpowers is like I will like think about a movie and an obscure movie like that, and then like a couple of months later or weeks later, sometimes it happens really quickly. It'll show up on streaming, like a movie that nobody has asked for. And specifically, a recent example was The Beautician and the Beast with Fran Dreschner. <laughs> Nobody's thinking about that movie except for me. And it's it was on HBO Max. Like, this, it's like a weird version of the site streaming. <laughs> get ready for Simply Irresistible. So Netflix, get, higher. Coming on Amazon tomorrow. Prime on 
uh january 15th yeah i'll be very excited to come on the podcast and be like you guys it happened (laughs) (laughs) let's all watch it together but anyways there's this scene where like her friend a guy friend is telling her like oh yeah well you can tell what you can tell guys are thinking about sex because they'll like adjust their belt or whatever um and whether or not that's like an actual thing but there's a point like in these like amazing jeans and i had to like bend over to like do something at the museum and the guy mr phd like adjusted his belt and in my head i was like so maybe i'm not your body type but you're certainly thinking about doing me right now as said and simply irresistible (laughs) because that's definitely the truth in the bible but it was just like an interesting moment that i like even though that's probably not true but i did feel good about myself even though he made me feel like shit before and did he make you feel like shit in person? Sorry, I just want to clarify on uh, that, about your bot. Like, how did you? Mm. I feel like so, because there was a, a, he did say it like before in the whole like, you know, oh, well, you, you did say you exercise. And then we were talking about like, you know, either it'll be there or it won't. And so it wasn't clear to me, like if it wasn't there, the attraction, if he would like it just immediately peace out and be like, eh, it's not going to work. I'm going to leave. So, and that didn't happen. I mean, he was, we were to there for like an hour and a half and even after i like showed him the museum he's like oh is there some place that we can just sit and we can just talk and i was like sure great so like wanting to like extend it i guess or at least enough to have like these you know just conversations which i feel like we had always like done really well like over the phone like that's where we excelled um but like no i think he was fine in person and i think in the way that you are generally looking someone over and maybe less so because like I guess if a standard first date is that you're just getting drinks you're usually just sitting so like the way that you look at somebody is like Mm. different but we were walking I was in front of him we were going upstairs and things so it was in terms of like you know when somebody's looking at you which I think is fine because you're like taking them in I think some take longer than others and maybe men like linger a little bit like but not in like not in a weird way just like i could just tell like I guess. mike on on first night of the bachelor watching yes. those asses watching those women's oh asses my gosh. it yes. was We're exactly like, like it's that. not creepy he's just appreciating just appreciating <laughs> yeah and there's 30 of them so like it's just gonna be that same look 30 times over yeah, there's so. a lot to appreciate there's a lot <laughs> Also, Liza, just going to shout out that you said Mike instead of Matt, not to <gasps> shame you, but because we still think because about Mike Because I want it to be Mike Johnson. Of the pod. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yep. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but we totally know who you were talking about. You know what else? Because yeah. I was on. No, I just wanted to. I only shouted out because it was Mike. And I'm just saying Mike's on the mind. That's all. It's also because I was Always. on Mike's Instagram today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, Liza, I didn't. He's I not really listening, so he doesn't Sorry. know that I have a crush on him, but I do have a crush no. on him. I did look at his Instagram a while ago and he did a thing with the State Farm guy and I was like, oh my gosh, you guys do look exactly alike. Yeah. He looks like an elevated version. (laughs) Yeah. No shade to the State Farm guy. He looks like the State Farm guy. Yeah, right? (laughs) State Farm guy. (laughs) So what was Mike like? (laughs) Oh my God. An actual angel. Um, Okay. (laughs) Like, uh, but Carlin, the moment of standing up. I'm just thinking about first dates generally. I feel like I always got nervous to like get up to go to the bathroom because I felt like I was being looked at. Yeah. Like it's just, but we 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 need a bigger episode for it. But body insecurities and like the first time you're seeing someone when you've whether just in regular old before times like on an app indicated you both thought the pictures you saw were great or now where you've talked a lot and FaceTimed. It's just something different to like. This is my body. This is my height. These are my hips. I don't know. Yeah. Scary. 
So I think that it was, um, I don't know, I guess I would say in comparison though, as much as I was thinking about my body and like what it looked like, I don't think I usually think about that like with other first dates Mm. other than like that moment of like, you know, arriving to the venue or whatever, or like going to the bathroom. And I think, right, that does say like a lot about whether it's a a red flag and maybe it's a red flag for me. I mean, other people could be like incredibly secure in themselves and be like, fuck you, whatever. My body's amazing. And like, you know, at the end of the day, I am, I am like that. But in the moment, I guess I was still feeling like, Oh, maybe it's not right or whatever right is or whatever. Um, Well, you had been primed. I mean, he had like mentioned it a bunch of, that's the, I feel like the problem with being like, expressing to people that you have an ideal body type which is like you know i don't know it just doesn't feel right to me and i guess i feel like for i what is your ideal body type because i can't imagine like what i would be close to but like not but not not there like i'm always gonna have like even when i was like lost like a bunch of weight like years ago like i mean my boobs are just big like they're just always gonna be like that even when i lose weight they stay the same size and i remember going in after losing weight going in like yes i'm going to get this new bra she's gonna be like oh you're so many size and she was and she read the number out she was like oh yeah we need to get you like a new bra like a smaller bra and it wasn't that it was smaller it's just it was so worn down (laughs) it was the same it was the same size but it had been so long since i had gotten a bra she's like oh you're a different size and i was like but of course the number was worn off i was like yeah 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 yeah." (laughs) it was just so old all (laughs) my bras the fucking numbers weren't off sometimes i'll look like like, i'm gonna order a new bra i'm not I kind of can't remember because it's been so long since I brought a, bought a new bra. What my size is because they're all rubbed out. I have out. to make a anyway. note of it in my phone because like they just they just go away. Any anyway, bras. That's a show. Um. So I guess I yeah. I don't. I don't know what that. I would love love to know just like for not even research, just for information. Like what on earth are you looking for, and why did you think it was me? Um. Because I'm not lying in my pictures whatsoever other than maybe i've probably gained like eight to ten pounds since quarantine but like who hasn't who hasn't who hasn't yeah so how did i oh sorry go ahead sorry no i just quickly want to say i identify why i'm getting so like fuck this guy even though i think that may be extreme i think it's just that he's prioritizing what you look like body wise so much it seems to be his number one criteria and to me that's never been my number one criteria and i'd be really you know, maybe abnormally more insecure than I normally am. If it felt I was going on a date with someone who it felt like there was this really specific body checklist at the top. Yeah. And I think that's fair. Cause I think maybe it's one thing to like have that like in mind, but then you meet a person or you're talking a lot and it's like, it, it kind of like floats away because they're so great in person or whatever, or it like just yeah, yeah. shifts like, you know, oh, well, he doesn't have brown eyes or like whatever people want. And then like, you don't really care. Um, and like, you know, maybe it doesn't, it just doesn't shift for that guy. But I think, um, Liza, were you going to ask me like how it ended? Yeah. Like how did the kind of date wrap up? Yeah. Like what sort of signs were you guys giving each other towards the end? <clears throat> So towards the end, it was like a shitty weather day for Chicago, um, and it, like a storm was going to come through, and we we're like, "Oh, we should go." 
Uh, and at that point, it had been like an hour and a half, uh, two hours or so. And so like with the museum, I had to like arm it. So towards the end, I was like, okay. And like, you know, doing like the inflection to like sit. But then he like wasn't moving. I was like, okay, I guess we're going to walk out together but then at one point i was like oh i mean we're not gonna hug right because of like covid and he was like huh and i was like i don't know what i'm doing i'm just just stand there and don't look at the alarm pad okay (laughs) so (laughs) i armed it i was like okay let's go we've got like 30 seconds and then we had the standard like it was so nice to meet you and then he like went in for the hug and i was like okay and like hugged him and it was fine but it was it was weird because i was like oh not that I didn't have a good time, but it was like, did you have a good time? Is that what this hug is about? I guess I was confused. Or maybe he's just a hugger, which I don't think he is. So I think I was, I was, and sometimes it's, they just want to feel the boobs, quite honestly. They just want them to be pressed against their yeah. bodies. Or maybe he oh. wants to rub your butt. Like, <laughs> right, like all the profiles say. <laughs> Um, um so I was like interesting. happy to hug, you know, it's COVID, so like not getting that many hugs <laughs> in life. Um yeah. but I guess I was confused because I was like, Oh, I guess it went well or something. I don't know. Okay, so you weren't totally sure. Did he give you any kind of like indication? Not really. It seemed good and I said like, Oh, text me because he was gonna walk back. I was like, text me when you get home because it started to, to storm and then he had done that and then I like gave him a bag of goodies, just literal like goodies from a gift shop, not Sierra goodies. Um and I was like, did did oh. they <laughs> did they make it okay in the storm? And he said, Yep. And then that was the last um that we said to each other that that day. And I haven't heard from him since and I haven't said anything because and I think my thing is like and I've probably said this before on the on the pod, like I want to be fuck yes or fuck no about things because anything else, I just go back and forth between them, like that limbo that I, and I really, really hate it. And so if I'm not either of those things, like depending on the situation, of course, then it's probably like a fuck no for me. Um, so that was on Friday. Oh my gosh, it's been almost a week. Uh, and I haven't heard anything, but we'd usually only text like once a week because like, you know, during the week he doesn't like to text because he's busy with oh, his right. PhD and everything, which, you know, sure. Uh, and researching <laughs> and whatnot. Uh, so like, I guess that's not weird, but I, I guess I'm, I'm curious if I'll hear from him. And I don't think it's, I don't know. It'd be interesting to hear if people think it's ghosting if you both just decide not to say anything to each other. Um, no, I don't think I don't it is. Think yeah. yeah, no, I think that's. I mean, I also think you have very legitimate like concerns about him, and it's... right because I could have not passed the physicality test, and like, but even it, beyond a... that, like, <laughs> you know. fuck what he thinks of you. You know, like, the th- right. I feel like the things you're saying that he that you think of him are like he makes you feel a little insecure by like continually bringing up exercise. He, like, doesn't really like to communicate at the same level that you like to communicate. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it doesn't feel like someone who's going to bring you what you want. Yeah. And to your, like, yeah, fuck yes or fuck no is great mantra 
philosophy anytime you're dating I think especially when you like have something in mind or you're looking for a relationship but it's also a pandemic so fuck yes fuck no it's like also just like kind of necessary in new ways I imagine and you mentioned and this is a tease for a future episode but Mr. Old Fashioned so it's not like there's no one else you're talking to that hasn't been interesting to you true and yeah I don't know I feel we'll have to get the update from you but like it's sometimes the best situation when both people are just like cool that's it night night (laughs) you know like nothing bad nothing good that was nice but like you know you don't have to do those awkward texts or decide to ghost or not um I just remember I think like (laughs) we used to call it like the curse of when people asked me when they like gave me a first kiss on a first date or asked me to hang out again you know again in before times normal times I feel like those were always the guys who like and sent a follow-up text who like never wanted to see me again because I'd be like okay great let's go out again and then like they'd have to be like oh actually I'm not really in the mood for a relationship right now and he'd be like why did you act like you wanted to see me again I wasn't sure I've just tried to go on more second dates but yeah I don't know I think if you were both or if we were both like on that same page of like, yes, let's do a second date. Like we would have said it to each other, like, you know, PhD research or not. Um, yeah. And I think that, you know, there's so much is enough is said in like the silence from both of us, which I think is fine. And like for us to be on that same page, at least about this is, is nice. Cause this, then it's not, you know, doesn't have to be awkward and it's like one of those things I think we were talking about it before but it's like I don't even like know his last name like he's just in my phone like his first name which I think is nice and for the longest time sometimes I don't like add people because I like it when the iPhone says like maybe and then their name which I think is a guess I just love it so much um so yeah I just think we just you're right. It's such a good tease for Mr. Old Fashioned because I think also in comparison to that, it was just, it's been a completely different experience with this other guy um, that I think is like more my speed. Um, and yeah, and it doesn't, you know, it's not like, you know, it wasn't a bad date with Mr. PhD, but like, I'm glad. And also talking about it with you guys, which thank you so much. Uh, like learning a lot yeah, about it. And I hope maybe other people learn from it. Like, right it's you know it's like one of the things that you see on instagram it's like god show me a sign and it's like from that movie bird box or at the at the end the guy is like holding the lady's eyes open you know (laughs) it's like god it's like this is the sign look at it he makes you feel terrible about your body like it's the only body you will ever have do not pursue this person and it's like what do you mean and then like finally like getting it um yeah yeah well carlin thank you so much for sharing all of that with us as you know kind of date number one of this you know covid time new dating and thank you for just being here for all this time with us and talking to us thanks your existence and we will be back (laughs) very soon with more from Carlin. Ooh, maybe we'll hear about Mr. Old Fashioned. I like this like teasing we're doing at the end of the Yes, it's so good. Um, But in the meantime, everybody like us, follow us, rate, subscribe, review. Carlin, thank you. Listeners, we love you. Wait, shimmy, shimmy, (laughs) shimmy. Shimmy, shimmy.
Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Thank you.